From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you along with our producer and co-host Elaine Harlan. And uh, great to have you with us. And of course, this, if you're listening live to us around the world, is the day after the Super Bowl. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... I wasn't going to say anything, but you but are. I, I, I just, of you know, you are. Ab- about the halftime thing. Okay. You know, Perfect. we're there to watch football. Yeah. It's about a football game. Mm-hmm. Who tunes into the Super Bowl to watch a halftime show? You know, I know you got to entertain oh. the people there, but you know, do people not watch the game and tune in to watch the halftime show? They I, I don't get the commercials, and the commercials are well. A big no, no deal. the commercials, oh, yeah. and I and I think GoDaddy.com needs to go. Okay. You know, I mean, away. <laughs> but uh, you know, aside from that, and there were some cute ones. Mm-hmm. You know, there there were really and, and do you like the Doritos thing. I like the Doritos yeah. and 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 the yeah. <laughs> the slingshot thing, you know, that was, that was, good. Uh, that was yeah. Good. Now watch some lawyer though, you know, chime in on that. And, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I thought that was, that was uh, cute. And, and, um, and the dog, you know, and all right. And, and I don't drink alcohol, but it was cute about the dog called here we go. Yeah. You know, and it was cute. <laughs> all right. It was, it was a cute, cute commercial. And, and I, I, you know, that, that was, that was great. But, you know, really, and, and you know, what, what's her name with, with the gesture that she made and all of that? Come on, NBC. You hire somebody that does that during the rest of their career. What do you expect? You know, so this, this baloney about, oh, we didn't know it would happen. Give me a break. You know, why don't we just get back to football and have a football game? You know, have a little short halftime, do something to entertain the crowd. And let's get on with the, it was a wonderful football game. One of the things that just amazes me is how quickly they clear the field and get back to the game. That is just amazing. And that's what's amazing to me is that they risk messing up the field. You know, uh, and it's, (laughs) and you gotta say, I'm the only male here in the room. And so Uh, you're a little bit outnumbered. It was a great game. It was a great game. game. All right, I'm done with my rant. I'm done. I've vented. It's your show. You are. It was good therapy. And uh, it's all. All over till next so, year, there you and go. so another but, uh, season I, down, and uh, and I we'll love, look forward to another great. And year. I know I'm carnal, but I love football. Yeah, okay? your team wasn't there, and uh, neither my was mine. My team wasn't, but mine you wasn't know, either. I, I Eli Manning. 
Yeah. What a class act. Yes, yes, you know, yes. you got to give the guy, guy credit. And, right. and Tom Brady, I, I like him too. Yeah, but, you he's know, good too. Both of them. They're good, yeah. good teams. And, and, uh, wow, from the very first, that, that funky kind of safety thing that happened was, yeah. I thought, wow, we're, this is going to be an interesting game. It really and was it, a good game. And it was. And so anyway, so there, there's my spiritual, uh, opening for the program. Getting back to <laughs> more <laughs> important, <laughs> Things, although I think the you know to the advertisers the Super Bowl was was certainly three million dollars for a thirty second spot. Isn't that I amazing? To, I'm sorry that woo, yeah, that's a uh, wow. You know I I'd, I'd get in a slingshot for thirty million dollars to <laughs> ABC. Just about it. wow. That's yeah, amazing. but uh, that would yeah. be an ugly sight of me mm. being in any way. That's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our guest over here is going, did I come to the right place? Was it, yeah. She almost got lost, but we're so glad she did. Did you give her directions? Never mind today? that. That's a whole other story. Right. We won't That's go there either. Yep. Well, friends, we want to remind you that uh, the shepherds here in the Modesto area uh, from our prayer summit that we had at the beginning of January, again, came down the hill from uh, from Old Oak Ranch with, uh, with a, a word. And it was reflecting the Father heart of God. We covenant together to model and champion biblical fathering and to advocate for the fatherless within our spheres of influence. And uh, really what we're challenging people to do is what, what can we do to, uh, to promote good fathering, solid fathering, healthy fathering, and also to, to mentor and to reach out to those who don't have dads. And it is an important uh, thing, and, and none of us who are dads, you know, feel that we've done it perfectly, but, you know, we're, we're trying our best. And uh, I, I do have to say, I finally saw, we rented it, and, by, you know that red box thing? Yeah. That, they, that is really cool. I've never you can done go it. online actually and re- and I'm not we get no kickback, okay, from I'm just saying it's convenient. <laughs> you know, you go online and 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 you you register, you you actually pick out the box that you want to go to. So it's really easy. Yeah, and you go online and, okay. and you, you you pay your dollar 25 whatever it is and mm-hmm. and and it's there when you we cool. go and pick it up. It okay. is really a cool thing. Anyway, so I rented courageous. Oh wow! I've and and about it, that. you know, regardless of where you are theologically, regardless of where you are doctrinally, it's a great movie to see. Mm. There are wonderful lessons learned there as an and as an ex cop, it's it's fairly realistic. It's fairly you know, new too, right? It, it was yeah. within the past year, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm but, a little bit behind. It. Well, that's okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, great. I encourage you to <laughs> rent it. And see it with your children. My son uh, is is uh, fifteen, yes. and and he saw it and was highly uh, impacted by it. But it really does uh, have, have some wonderful messages in it. And uh, you know, I won't win any Academy Awards or anything, but it's a solid motion picture, very well worth uh, seeing. And and we just encourage you to uh, to see that. All right, let's move on with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs. Using guerrilla military tactics, members of the Al-Qaeda-affiliated Boko Haram extremist group recently besieged Christians in government offices in northern Nigeria with a string of organized attacks. Bomb blast in Borno State killed four people. On the same day in Kaduna State, two women were killed when Muslim extremists fired on a church service. 
The next day, the same gang raided the Christian community of Kerman Bai, and 130 Christians were killed in a four-hour rampage in Yobe State. The gang strikes and withdraws, then attacks elsewhere, while military personnel respond to the first attack. For more from VOM, go online to persecution.com. And just a reminder, friends, to pray for uh, those who are persecuted for their faith around the world. You know, we just remind ourselves of the fact how blessed we are in this country. Not perfect, but at least we can gather together and have programs like this and gather together to worship uh, without fear. Uh, really, and uh, it's just a reminder that that is not the condition in other parts of the world, and it's uh, it's incumbent upon us to remember our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted uh, for their faith globally. All right, let's check in with our friend Brad Dacus. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Is exposing kids to belief in God like exposing them to a disease? Well, that's the astounding question being asked in one of our cases playing out right now in Orange County, California. You see, Pacific Justice is representing a social worker who took some troubled kids on an approved outing at the beach where they overheard a few minutes of Christian music. Now, the social worker was suspended a month without pay for unintentionally exposing the kids to God. Will a court really uphold this? Stay tuned. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live. Take a quick look at the Volunteer Center of the United Way's Lend a Hand list for this week. The Stanislaus Literacy Center has spotlights on reading with a fundraising event, literacy efforts on February 17th and 18th at the Peterson Event Center in Modesto. This year's Children of the Dust Bowl Readers Theater, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. And this is by Robert Fulgham, and it is produced by Kimberly Ogden. And volunteers ages 14 years and older are needed at each event to help set up at 1 p.m. on Friday and 2 p.m. on Saturday. Volunteers also needed to serve and replenish refreshments, help out with the silent auction and activities. The Stanislaus Literacy Center is a nonprofit corporation which teaches adults and their families basic education skills, helps parents, corporation, uh, Corporation, which teaches adults and their families basic education skills, helps parents become their child's first and best teachers and prepares a more productive workforce. A great event for you to attend. Doctors Medical Center, where you can join a dynamic group of dedicated individuals and spread joy and encouragement to patients, visitors, and staff at DMC. Some of our great friends are there. Mm -hmm. Adult Service League volunteers over age 25 years uh, needed in all areas of the hospital to direct patients and visitors, kind of escort discharged patients by wheelchair, helping staff with errands, help with merchandising and sales at the hospital's gift shop. Sounds like a lot of fun, the gift box and much more. All volunteers receive 25 hours of training in the selected areas of service throughout the hospital and prospective volunteers must be dependable, organized, 
kind of leaves me out, work well with people, uh, commit to volunteering at least two to three hour shifts per month uh, for a year of service. You want to complete the application process, pass a background check. The Service League of Doctors Medical Center is a volunteer group of over 150 members who provide over 24,000 hours of service each year, and they fund scholarships, too, and health-related projects. A great, uh, worthwhile thing for you to consider doing. And Interfaith Ministries, another partner that we uh, enjoy. We send lots of folks there, mm. and they also refer lots of people here to us at ABC as well. Adult volunteers are needed throughout the agency to help provide food and clothing to needy individuals and families on weekdays. Warehouse volunteers pick up, receive, sort, and distribute food to needy people. Food pantry volunteers interview clients in need, offer support and referrals, bag grocery orders, and stock shelves, things like that. And closed closet volunteers sort clothing. They do a very good job of that, I might also add. And uh, they assist the community closed closet. Volunteers must be at least 18 years of age or 16 to 17 years with an adult. And you need to be able to lift at least 25 to 40 pounds. You know, I never realized how heavy that is until I go to pick up my dog's bag of food, and that really is going to be heavy. Well, if you pick it up without the dog, that might help. You know, that, that, that especially if no. your dog weighs 70 pounds. Yeah. Like now, you, you have a big dog. He is a big dog. <clears throat> what is he? Um, um, uh, he's a boxer pit. A boxer pit. And he's a good protector. Boy, the amen. He really is. And he's Kiko. Also Kiko, and he's a great. Yeah. Well, I bet he does take a lot of food. Yes, and the, and those bags are heavy. I, I know that. But anyway, uh, the donations. <laughs> Maybe you could train Kiko to pick up his food bag and and do it himself. And do it himself. Yeah, he does you know, a lot of things. Self-sufficient. Uh, that's a, to, you know, we did go through the training and. Uh, don't tell him I he, said that because he's you know, probably he might, bigger than I am. You know, he might come no. after you. Yes. You just never know. No. <laughs> uh, so the uh, Interfaith Ministries is a, a great place to. Uh, to con- uh, consider volunteering. We totally endorse these people. And you know what? Barbara Borba endorses all of these things. And if you have any questions about any of these items, she'll take your questions at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, Barbara's number is 209-524-1307, extension 113. Or you can email her at bborba at uastan.org. You know, a couple of folks uh, on the ABC list of needs for refrigerators here at ABC. And if you have a refrigerator that works and you'd like to donate it to uh, a fairly to a family in need, you can just let us know. Our number is 209-544-9571. Again, our number is 209-544-9571. Or email us at info at vibrantcommunities.org. Info at vibrantcommunities.org, and we'll gladly uh, deliver those refrigerators to the families who are in need of that. We all want, want to emphasize that uh, those refrigerators need to be in good, clean working condition. Well, Mike, we want to welcome for the first time to Lighthouse Live, Alicia James. And uh, Alicia, you uh, work uh, with longtime and good friend and partners, Jill Erickson and Linda Lowe at the Area Agency on Aging. But this is the first time that we are privileged to have you visit the program and share with us. And uh, we just want to welcome you uh, taking the time to be with us. And one of the things that absolutely breaks our hearts uh, on a daily basis is the people that call and tell us that they are lonely. Mm. And you have some programs, uh, dear friend, uh, that address that issue of loneliness. So uh, We do, we do. 
Well, thank you for um, having us and letting me come and spotlight these two wonderful programs uh, available at no cost to seniors in our community, which, as we know, with all the um, budget cuts, seniors mm -hmm. tend to get their programs cut first and most often, it seems. And so these two programs are really a wonderful way for volunteers in the community to give back to the seniors who've given to us and um, for us to... Uh, give them an opportunity to increase their socialization. Oftentimes when people hit that age, they get lonely. They don't have the social skills that, or social outlet, rather, that they had, you know, in earlier days. And uh, so it's nice to have these programs. Absolutely. Now, when we're talking about seniors, what, what age group are we I say with a, I'm almost afraid to ask. A little bit of trepidation. I didn't here. want to what, ask. I was afraid. What, what, what age group are, are, are we talking about, Alicia? Um, well, uh, for most of our programs, 55 to 60. I was is, afraid you were going to say oh, that. Sorry. That hurts. <laughs> sorry. Um, and, you know, the majority of our um, seniors are in the, I would say, well, we have a pretty wide range. I have a few that are in that that high 50s range um but then we, i have um one lady who is 104 wow, wow. Is that right? so, oh my yeah, goodness amazing. and so she's a pretty amazing uh, individual and um i really wish i had a lot more free time because i could sit and listen to her all day long absolutely <laughs> it I isn't incredible the history oh, yeah. absolutely the, yeah. absolutely and it's really fantastic too have a discussion with someone who's lived in this community for so long and you know she and her husband and their family um you know were in i guess in construction and and she was telling me oh you know the house on such and such street well we built that house mm. and you know it was just cool. it's really neat to see that you know because i appreciate all of that architecture and to think that you know i know someone who's been involved with that it's pretty special and they go back a long ways many of them from this area some are not but they have so much history so much wisdom to yes, share absolutely so many stories absolutely by, yes. by the way speaking of all this i have a complaint what's uh -oh. your complaint i went to Please a restaurant let for a meeting last week and it shall remain nameless that began with a d <laughs> okay uh -oh. And they offered me a senior breakfast. And you weren't now, happy about the discount? It's the principle of, of the course. thing. Of course. You don't get carded the, anymore for being like, you know, 21. No. I don't even so join I, the club. <laughs> but that's immaterial. It's just I wanted to get that off well, my Well, I think you're yeah. looking at get it from it. the wrong perspective, Steve. <laughs> now, my um, sister-in-law's mother recently became old enough to get the discount at that particular restaurant and it was excited <laughs> as all get out <laughs> that she just told everybody she was just so excited it was hysterical so well, there you go see? and she probably gets those letters from aarp right? probably yeah. there you go. Okay. well and, and and before we get into the specific program the area agency on aging is is not uh, just particular to stanislaus county there are many of them correct uh, throughout they, the state correct Does does every county have one, or, or most counties? Uh, have? I believe most counties do. Um, it may be all counties. To tell you the truth, I am brand new to the county. I've only been here about six months, well, and so I'm learning uh, as I go. And I always have to uh, give my apologies that you get the new girl who's <laughs> trial by fire. Now, where did so, you where did you come from before you? Well, um, 
I got involved with the Area Agency on Aging because I am a, I just actually recently completed my master's in social work. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Alicia. And so, um, I really wanted to get involved with or an organization that served the seniors in Mm. this community because I've Mm. always appreciated the seniors, um, wisdom, as you were saying. And, um, I, I've been a hairdresser for just about 18 cool. years. Awesome. And so um, it's sort of a life transition, um, yes. something I've been working on and for a so long time. And so you're also a natural-born schmoozer, uh, too, right? There well, you go. Know, and I think an uh, underpaid therapist in the salon. Uh, I can tell, yeah. <laughs> but well, you know, and what great skills. What great life skills yes, are there? Yes, yes, yes. And so. can we just say that you are now with an organization that we think is top-notch, yeah, first class. Absolutely. You couldn't work with a better organization than the Area Agency on you Aging know, with Jill I, Erickson and, and Linda Lowe and Margie. Oh goodness, yes. Margie is just wonderful. I do have to say, I yes. have the best bosses you on do. the planet. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know this county is very special, is it not, Mike? Mm-hmm. We think that there's something very, very special about Stanislaus County Absolutely. that is far greater than. I mean, California is. You know, we get a lot of flack. You know, from other places. We do, but, but, but I tell you what, you know, what's with Forbes special, magazine? You know, I don't know, but there's <laughs> something very special that's going on right here in this particular place yes. in California that is unlike any other. Yes, I have never uh, seen a group of people working together so um, smoothly to serve the community. Um, I have yet to hear that's not my job. Mm. Um, I have yet to run into a problem that someone couldn't help me solve. Mm, yeah. I've learned so much about the resources in this community and I have so much more to learn, of course, but, um, and it's just really amazing to watch the, it work as a machine. And it's a very unique office because the Department of Aging is sort of separated from the majority of, of um, county services. But everyone just works together for a common goal. Mm-hmm. And you it's see it too. just the yes. epitome of what social mm-hmm. services should be. Okay. This is what it should look like. This is what... You know, um, we should be touching people in the way that we are in, in empowerment and, you know, protection and all of those things. One of the unique things about this county and, and the greater Modesto area is that it is very relational. Mm. Even though there's mm-hmm. over half a million people in, in Stanislaus County, what, uh, 250,000 mm-hmm. some odd in Modesto proper, uh, there is still a very, um, relational dynamic going on in the business community and the nonprofit community. And one of the cool things that, that we see is a willingness to work together and, and in general, not to worry about who gets the credit over something, mm-hmm. but, but let's just get the, the job done, you know, and, Absolutely. and your area agency on aging, mm-hmm. uh, we've been working yes. with, I, I think almost since the get go, since yes. we were uh, founded yeah. over you know, about 10 years ago. Um, let, let's talk about um, two two of your programs specifically that that you're working with, mm-hmm. and how that targets some of the big issues that we're trying to deal with societally today. Well, um, it's my understanding that we used to have a lot more programs than we did to provide sort of case management services, um, that extra set of eyes and ears out there for um, seniors um, in that that vulnerable population. So. Um, 
what these two programs are, we have the Friendly Visitor Program, which is um, a program that matches volunteers age 16 and older to seniors in the community with the sole purpose of giving seniors someone to talk to. And it's just, um, I actually have just recently begun uh, receiving responses from a a satisfaction survey that we're doing now quarterly to make sure that we're providing the best service we can. And the majority of the responses I've gotten are just mind-blowing. It's just the amount of um, appreciation that people have to have someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge them, someone Mm. who's not there to take something from them, just someone who's there to give. And it's just, I love to read the responses. <laughs> so this must be a very it's, positive yes, feedback that you're, that's wonderful. It is, it is. Oh. And then, you know, um, it, it allows me to improve the program, you know, because we asked that, you know, if you have any additional comments, please let us know, you know, and um, sometimes like I did get a few phone calls of, you know, it'd be nice if we could do this. And so we're working on those things to try and improve the program as best we can. Um, the biggest problem I have is that I always have a wait list for the seniors. Mm, well, and so I'm oh, always needing so volunteers. We need volunteers. What tell us about your volunteers, Alicia, the ages and what you're looking for and... Well, like what, I said, um, the, the minimum age is 16. Okay. Um, and you, what are you getting? What, what, what's your average? Uh, you know, the majority of my volunteers are actually working full-time working adults, you mm. know, in that 30 to 40, 50 range. But I have a, I have an, a, a very active, excuse me, volunteer in his nineties. Mm. Oh, and, I love that. Yes. And he <laughs> is just amazing. And, um, you know, when I, when I first started, I was, putting inputting um information about the volunteers so we could start tracking their hours better and and whatnot and um i called him to confirm his birth year because i thought it was a mistake (laughs) and he said no young lady i have been very very blessed Mm, and i said you certainly have and he is just a phenomenal human being i enjoy every time i get to talk with him and and see him. He's just had such a positive outlook on life. And he is the prime example of why we should not let the ball drop on our seniors. Mm. You know, um, I think we have this sort of, uh, feeling like people lose their worth and seniors have so much to give. Yes. And he's just, he epitomizes that. And it's just really amazing. And, um, so it, it's, to me, it's very encouraging. And um, it's also, I think, encourages others to say, well, if he can do this, then I can do this. Um, the minimum requirement is two hours a month. And we all spend that much time Absolutely. doing That's unimportant nothing. things. That is nothing. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so it's two one-hour visits a month. Um, many of our volunteers spend much more time than that. But the minimum is a, is the minimum, and I certainly am happy to get what I can get. And um, you know, um, I have volunteers who just go and visit. Some seniors um, either don't want to or cannot leave their homes, and um, mm-hmm. people are more comfortable just with talking. You know, good conversation. And yes. others, I had a lady who took her volu- or her senior, excuse me, Christmas shopping for the first time in mm, years. Great. You know, and they just had a, a good time going from store to store yeah. and. You know, just having that outing that she doesn't have anymore because she doesn't drive herself and she doesn't have a, a strong um, 
support system. A lot of people in, in retirement are looking for things like this Absolutely. to do. Are you finding that more males are, are volunteering? More you know, females, I have a lot kind of more balanced? females, but recently mm-hmm. I've gotten a few more males, which okay. is, you know, which is good. And it, it, that sort of matches my, my referrals. Um, I don't turn anybody away good, um, good, good, based good. on, you know, there's no, nothing that can get you turned away as a, as a senior. Um, so I'm always looking for men and women as volunteers and, you know, um, I do my best to match personalities and interests. Um, I go nice. with the volunteer and meet them on the first visit so that that way the senior is comfortable. They mm-hmm. know me, they know my mm-hmm. face, they know that this person is who they say they are. And, um, and then after that, I actually, I try to just stay a few minutes so that then the volunteer can get to know the senior and, you know, take it from there. And, um, and then I, I, Stay out of it for the most part, except for to bug people for, you know, I ask that you turn in a monthly paperwork log and it's very simple time in, time out, you know, and, um, that helps keep our grant funded and show the grant funders that we are really giving what we're giving. Now, what type of training does the volunteer have to have? Well, for the friendly visitor program, there isn't a training. There is an orientation, um, that I meet with them one-on-one unless I have a large group. Like recently I did um, an all-county email and got some new volunteers from the county. So I um, met with them as a group and then the few that couldn't meet at that time, you know, we've met individually. I go over the program. I talk about um, where the grant funding comes from, which is the Mental Health Services Act, and um, talk about the do's and don'ts. And there's very few rules. It's a very relaxed program. You can pretty much do whatever you want. We just ask that you don't help with medications, um, mm-hmm. personal care, uh, or um, finances. Mm-hmm. And those are for the protection of the senior as well as for the volunteer. Right. And, you know, we, of course, have services that we can put in place if seniors need those services. Background check? Do you Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. The county um, requires background checks for all of their volunteers and, and all of their programs, to my knowledge. And we cover the costs for that, um, and so we make it as uh, easy and painless as possible to become a volunteer. It's a very quick process. You fill out an application. We send the background, you know, you do the background check. You have to go in for that to a certain, two, there's two certain places you can go. And then once it comes back, we just make an appointment, make the introduction, and go from there. So it's very simple. So you're looking for people with people skills, Absolutely, right? yeah. Right. And, you know, right. anybody can... Anybody can volunteer, and it's. Um, I think it's a very enriching experience. Absolutely. And you said there's a waiting list. There is of, a waiting list. Yeah. Um, for people who need for seniors, visitors, right? Yes, yes. For people who need visitors. Yeah. And um, it it seems like every time I get I get the number down, it grows again well, <laughs> because yeah, you know I'm always getting new referrals. Um, but, uh, one thing I like to highlight is, you know, for high school students, college students who Mm -hmm. are looking for volunteer experience, um, this is a really easy way to get your volunteer experience in. It looks great on a college application. Resumes, everything. It looks great on resumes. And, um, we actually, Stances County just became part of the Presidential Service Award Program. Mm. So we're actually tracking those hours and, um, are participating in that program as well. So... Um, at the end of each year, people who qualify for, for the, you know, hours within those categories will get actually an award from the president's office. How cool is that? Exactly. Alicia, <laughs> contact information for the friendly visitors. 
program? Um, my direct line is 209-525-4613. You can also contact me at james, J-A-M-E-S-A, like as in Apple, at stancounty.com. All right. Mike, did you write that down? Maybe we can give that out again. All right. Again, the phone number, friends, 209-525-4613. That's 209 209- Five two five four six one three, and you can contact Alicia at James A James A at StanCounty.com. Yep, right. we correct. are with Alicia James this week, and our musical guest. And we'll be back with lots more. Our musical guest, the group Mercy Me, their song entitled "Beautiful" for all those we hope to reach tonight on Lighthouse Live, and we'll be back with more. Days will come when you don't have the strength When all you hear is you're not worth anything Wondering if you ever could be loved And if they truly saw your heart they'd see too much You're beautiful You're beautiful You are made for so much more than all of this You're beautiful You're beautiful You are treasured, you are sacred, you are His You're beautiful
Mercy Me and Beautiful on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Elaine, and Alicia James from Area Agency on Aging. You know, Elaine, uh, this is so important, the dynamics we're talking about. We we see so many seniors who are abandoned mm, oftentimes yes. by their families. And, and we were, you know, mentioning it a little bit earlier. Uh, Alicia made the reference um, that uh, we, we don't always honor and, and put value on our seniors. You know, other cultures do. Eastern cultures, uh, you know, value tremendously, uh, the elderly. They get it. They, uh, they understand. They get it, yes. but, but, but we don't for some reason in our, in our Western mind. And Elaine, we have so many people that we have contacted, and, and I've done so many okay. funerals yeah. for, for folks that have zero connection mm-hmm. with family. You know, mm-hmm. so the, the, I ask them, t- tell me stories about, well, th- they don't know because they haven't been in contact. And, um, and so here's a wonderful way to, to get connected and, and really, uh, the qualification, at least for what we've been talking about, uh, in, in the first program here, the friendly visitor program is a heart, uh, to just listen. You know, and mm-hmm. I think Alicia probably listening is one of the greatest tools that you can have, uh, and, and especially with seniors to tap. You talked about the 106 year old mm-hmm. that you talked to. Just ask them, you know, about their history, and and that's going to take way more than the hour visit, right? Yeah, I I would imagine that a lot of people would have difficulty keeping it at that one hour when you, especially when you get someone who enjoys sharing their life stories, which uh, many seniors do. They have a lot to teach us, and yes. they've seen a lot certainly in their uh, lifetime. So it's right. it's a pretty amazing uh, opportunity. I think it's a very unique experience to be able to volunteer with. Uh, these programs. We've been talking about the Friendly Visitor Program, and again, uh, 16 years and up. And uh, for those of us who have uh, uh, children still in high school, you know, there is a requirement to serve, and you can do that through AVC, but you also do it through the Area and Agency on Aging here through the Friendly Visitor Program. Be a be a great way to do that. And uh, it's uh, two hours a month, two one-hour visits, and great opportunity. You also have a program called Peer to Peer. Let's talk about that. We do. The peer-to-peer program is a very unique program. Um, we get, bring in volunteers age 55 and older who are trained to provide basic counseling services to other seniors, hence the peer-to-peer. So the advantage to this program, number one, is that it provides um, counseling at no cost, which is very rare, hard to find. Right. Um, and But it also provides a counselor who is not... Um, a young person necessarily that doesn't know what it's like to experience some of the things that people go through as they age. And a lot of seniors had said, have said to me that it is nice to have someone that understands what it's like to get older. You know, um, I think that most of us have seen it, but if you haven't experienced it firsthand, it's a lot more difficult to identify with exactly what it feels like. Like you mentioned, a lot of people have abandoned, excuse me, have been abandoned by their families for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And we're not there to judge that reason, decide whether it was worthy or not. We're just there to provide some support, encouragement. Um, some, some of our clients that get referred to are, are going through a recent loss of a spouse. I've met several people who lost spouses of 30, 40, 50 years. Right. And right. that to me, I've been married almost, um, 19 years, but that's unfathomable to yeah. me, you know, and yeah. I just, I dread that day. <laughs> and so I would hope that there would be someone that could help me through that. 
you know, that's so mm-hmm. valuable. No, no matter how many, how much training you have, no matter, um, how much schooling, having been through something, uh, mm-hmm. really gives you that added wisdom. Now, now you use the word counseling. Let's unpack that a little mm-hmm. bit. Exactly. Uh, what would those volunteers who are trained, what would, what, what areas of counseling would they be involved in? What are the expectations? Well, the difficult thing about using the word counseling is that it sounds like we're giving advice. And that is what we're training our counselors not to do. Um, for lack of a better term, I think that's why it's called counseling, but, um, because we can identify with that. But really what they're trained to do is to listen, to help the client, um, or, uh, senior as we, we don't, we try not to use client because it's not an official service. Oops, excuse me. Um, but to reflect on why they're, why do they think they're feeling that way? What, what is it that you think could change the way you feel now? How can we get there? Mm. What goals can we set? What's something we can do small today? Maybe small a step. mentor would you be know, a mentor. Yeah. Might be a bit yeah. Better. And, um, some people do refer to them as their counselors. Some mm-hmm. people refer to them as a visitor. Um, but um, they're there mainly to help them empower themselves to get out of whatever situation that they're in. And the majority of the people in this program, this we're, we're talking about mild depression, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. thing sure. usually related to a recent change in life, whether mm-hmm. it be a loss of a spouse, a loss of a child, which is not mild, but a lot of times, a few years later, you're still struggling with those things. Sometimes it's just change. Exactly. Yes. It could be going from living independently to living in, um, you know, an assisted living facility right, or, right. or something like that. Or it could be just the loss of a driver's license. I mean, you know, loss of freedoms, loss of right. basic freedoms yes. that we take for mm-hmm. granted until yes. those times come. And, so the the um, counselors are there to just provide encouragement and support, and so it's it's really kind of hard to come up with another word. But mentor is probably a good, okay. you know, a good substitute. So the volunteer needs to be fifty five or older. Correct. And uh, what what type of training uh, do they go through? What what are well, the expectations um, there? Uh, we shoot for twice a year to hold our training classes. We're hoping to get enough volunteers to do another training in March. Um, it's Typically, 10 three-hour training sessions over a five-week period. So two trainings a week um, for five weeks. And then um, following that, we ask our volunteers to attend um, orientation. I'm nervous, sorry. You're fine. (laughs) Um, Supervision, where we have the clinical supervisor of the program oversee sort of the group supervision. But the point of the group supervision is to um, support each other mm. and finding ways to get, you know, over some of the hurdles that they might be facing. You know, they might be having trouble helping a client achieve a goal and have thought of everything they can think of. You know, um, the trainings are really fantastic. We are usually able to bring in different people from agencies, um, hospice, mental health, um, Dr. Dr. Chua has been gracious enough to come in and we all love to listen to um, his wisdom and knowledge. Mm-hmm. He's in, um, been serving this community for many, many years, and he recently retired but has agreed to occasionally help us out, which is wonderful. Um, and so we, we we ask that they come twice a month, but the requirement is once a month, and it's a one-and-a-half-hour supervision 
session. Alicia, and, the peer-to-peer uh, counseling or mentoring program, do um, the people go out in teams, like together in twos, or do they go out individually? No, it's individually, okay. yeah. And um, the clinician who runs the program, Kim, uh, she makes those matches. Mm-hmm. And so she will go out, meet with the senior assess, make sure that this program is appropriate for these volunteers, because if we don't, if it, if the need is greater, then we'll refer up to the PEARLS program, which is um, a program that provides licensed um, therapists to right, provide right. those services. Another great home. program. Another great yes. program, yes. And Indeed. so, you know, Kim makes that assessment, mm-hmm. and then she decides which of the counselors is the best match for the senior we discuss it in supervision Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of go from there. And, um, then the counselors meet with the senior once a week for one hour. And we try to keep it strictly to that, but it is difficult to cut that off at an hour for some people. Is this, this is a home visit. This is a home visit. Yes. And the program doesn't have an end date per se, but the, the idea is to get these seniors over whatever hurdle they're facing. And so, Six months, a year, sometimes only three months. It just depends on what the person is. Um, so it's not intended to be a long-term relation. It's sort of like no. a solution-based. Correct. Uh, and a lot of times when they reach that, when they've attained uh, many of the goals and the senior feels, uh, you know, like they don't need this the help anymore from the counselor, we refer down to the friendly visitor program so that they continue to have mm. the socialization, you know, and they've kind of moved you know, moved past that point of needing those services. So are there any particular uh, requirements, prerequisites for a volunteer in, in the peer to peer, other than going through the training, any, any other requirements? No, um, we don't really turn anybody away. Um, we do the background check the same mm-hmm. as the, um, as the friendly visitors. And, um, you know, obviously you need to be someone who's kind and compassionate yes, and unbiased. Yes, that should be a prerequisite. <laughs> um, and, you know, we would hope that people, you know, would have those qualities to, you know, to um, be able to be unbiased and non-judgmental, you know, as much as possible. Because, you know, obviously these people need someone to support them. Alicia, is this geared toward people who are at home or is this also for people who may be in an, in an assisted living uh, facility also um both actually both. we okay, we great. don't we don't turn anybody away okay. and um the only time that that we would not accept a referral would be if we refer it up to pearls um but we any referral we get we meet with them you know make the assessment try to meet the need um and now the problem is is we have a few um counselors that are waiting for um, matches we try to match by location as well because obviously if you're volunteering far away from home it makes it more likely that you won't volunteer for a long period of time um so um you know that being said the both the friendly visitor and the peer counseling program anytime anybody has someone that they think may benefit please don't hesitate to give me a call and you know we'll take it from there and um and the phone number that you gave earlier is that the same? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's applies. let's give yes. that out again. Uh, again, uh, Alicia James is our guest, Area Agency on Aging. We're talking about the Friendly Visitor Program and peer-to-peer counseling. The phone number two zero nine five two five. 
4613. That's 209-525-4613. And you can reach Alicia by email at jamesa at stancounty.com. Uh, jamesa at stancounty.com. Now, uh, and, and there's another uh, resource that I'm very intrigued by, and, and you're telling us uh, during the break that it's it's Major league underutilized, uh, senior, uh, senior center without walls. Yes. Tell us about that. That Yeah. Um, it's a program that sort of like, uh, reminds me of the game of telephone we used to play (laughs) when we were kids. Um, you register with the program and they have a calendar that they put out and certain times of the day they have different activities that they do and they're interactive activities. So they have things like, um, my favorite armchair bird watching. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes. Um, they have, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Mind massage, I believe is one mm. of them. They'll do, um, different, uh, games to sort of improve memory Great. to, um, there's just all kinds of different, there's, um, some, sometimes the slots are like a support group kind of thing. There's all different things available and they put the calendar out. I believe it's quarterly, and it just came out. They just published it. Um, and uh, so what you do is you call the number, you register. I think they I'm going to sign up through. for that one. They, tell you, they, they walk you through the process, of, and it's very simple. It's a really great program, especially for people who can't get out. You know, because mm. it is interactive. So you're not just listening. You know, my understanding is that you actually participate and it's a very, like you said, very underutilized program. So it's so. like a, a co- regional conference call. Exactly. So to speak, exactly. Right? Cool. And, yeah, and it's yeah. a toll free number. So there's no number. expense, right? Yes. Correct. Correct. And can we give out that number? Is Absolutely. that right? Okay. Here, here's the number. And again, it's the Senior Center Without Walls. It's a, it's a conference call for seniors with I things like it. armchair Bird watching and mind massage. Hey, and I qualify. <laughs> I love it. Massaging my mind would be a very dangerous exercise, but I'm sure the rest no of you comment. would be okay. Here, here's the number you can get registered. Uh, that sounds intriguing, it actually. Does. Uh, it's 1-877-797-7299. A lot of sevens and nines in there. Hey. Let's get that one more time. Here we go. 1-877-797-7299. Ninety-nine, and we'll give that uh, again in, in just so a couple like of minutes. So people like us can remember it. Yes, yes. And I believe that if the, if the um, if we we were talking about it, it's sort of a regional thing, and there are several throughout the country, is mm-hmm. my understanding. So if you live outside of Modesto area, outside of Central Valley, I'm not really sure how far they s- expand. Don't hesitate to call, and they'll refer you mm. to the right program um, that would be available in your area. Now, is uh, to to register? Can you call any time? Are there certain hours you have to call during? Do you know? Or? You know, um, I'm actually not sure about that. Uh, I'm trying to picture the the flyer in my mind to see if there's any. Ugh. I would say you'd probably be safe if you called between the nine and five. Uh, nine time to five, frame. Monday through yeah, Friday, Monday at least Friday. to get. Uh, yeah, into and it, there right? are, I do know that there are, um, uh, scheduled activities on the weekends, which is nice because, you know, a lot of seniors these days actually only have a cell phone. And That's so true. you're limited to minutes. Well, a lot of times you have nights and weekends for free. So if, um, you know, if you're one of those people who has, uh, just a cell phone, then you could register for the the um, time slots that are on the weekends, and so mm. then your minutes don't count against you, and 
you can still, you know, participate. Exactly right. Again, let's give that number one more time. one 797 7299 We're visiting with Alicia James from the Area Agency on Aging here in Stanislaus County. Alicia, you have, you, I, I'm sure that you have seen some stories. Um, mm, yes. Even in the brief few months that you've been here, some folks have probably touched your life a little bit. And again, you don't have to name names or anything, but can you share maybe just one or one or two uh, stories or impressions of, of folks you've run across that uh, you know, as you do this, I would imagine that you really get blessed more than, than the than the person. <laughs> Let's talk about that yeah. dynamic a bit. Um, well, I have a lady who recently came into our program. Um, she's a retired CEO of a major company down in Southern California. Um, had a a surgery that went bad and left her mm. confined to her scooter mm. through different circumstances that just everything kind of went wrong. And um, she's the perfect example of someone who really can benefit from this program. Um, very bright, very funny, very thankful for everything that she has been given in life. Um, even thankful, you know, she lost her husband, I believe it's five years ago, and still thankful for all the years she did have and tries to remember the good times and not dwell on the fact that she's lost um, her soulmate. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been connected with a peer counselor who has become um, a fast friend. And, um, you know, this is something that does not happen very often. However, our peer counselor actually was had a, a meeting scheduled with this this woman and she wasn't responding to her phone calls, which was unusual. And she said, I got a bad feeling. And so she went to check on her just to see. Well, she um, had had a stroke. Oh, my. And so we called 911. We got her to the hospital, you know, and who knows how long she was sitting there like that. And who knows how long she would have been sitting there like that. And so it's just that extra set of eyes and ears. And, you know, it was funny because... She called us because she was afraid to call 911 because of this woman's um, poor experiences with her past surgery and all the things that kind of that mm-hmm. went wrong. And so I told her, well, I'll call. She can be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I did finally get to talk to her, she, she was so thankful that to have somebody who cares. And she just really touched me. I, I really, like I said, I would, I would have, all these people would be my friendly visitors, seniors. I just really enjoy hearing their life stories. And, you know, when you see someone going down the street and they're in a wheelchair, they're confined to, you know, some kind of device, and you don't know their story, but then you get to know them and yes. you find out Amen. who they yes. are as people, mm. how they've contributed to yes. this, you know, this life and this world, and how much more they have to give. And, you know, she's been such a blessing um with just her positive attitude, despite you, you know. beam when you talk about your your job, what you do. You <laughs> I love, love it. it. Yes, I love it. Tell. I really do. It's it's really um, a very fantastic, wonderful experience to be a part of something that just gives back. And that, um, that is wonderful. And it's nice to be part of a program that doesn't have income qualifiers. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is so well, cool. And, and of course, the, our, our baby boomer generation that that. Not Alicia's part, but <laughs> yeah. you and, well, maybe not you. I, yes, I am. I'll speak are. for myself. We, we are. are. We yes, are we both part are. of the baby boomer generation yes, that is are. aging. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And and this this dynamic of of lonely seniors mm-hmm. is just going to grow. Absolutely. And uh, you know, here's a here's a wonderful opportunity to to connect the generations. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we're just talking about the fact you know, it, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And for especially young people who may be listening uh, to this program. You know, it's it's not about worrying about having to start the conversation. It's not about worrying mm-hmm. about having to give an advice. Just sit there and listen. Be a Absolutely. good listener, yes. and and you will be blessed by Absolutely. the tremendous, tremendous input that this person will get. And and you can bless them just by sitting there and, and listening to their Absolutely. stories. I mean, oftentimes there's no one to talk to about the stories, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And they're so eager to share, and it's just um, it's. It's very um, humbling to be part of that and to, you know, to think that, you know, we take that for granted that we have people who listen to us, yes. but right. not yes. everybody does. And, um, you know, I think that you, we have to remember that we'll all be there someday. Yes. And so we have to take care of one another. Some of us sooner than others. <laughs> what, uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> what, you know, what they give you is just tremendous. And, and it, it, it is so scriptural. The things that you've been sharing with us, Alicia, you know, when we bear one another's burdens mm-hmm. and when we comfort with the comfort that we have received, that's, that's what we're to do. Absolutely. Yes. All right, friends, let me give you the information. Uh, your heart hasn't been touched. You're a relatively Maybe you grinch. Call. Maybe you're untouchable. You, Maybe you, you call and I'll work on your heart. Yeah, well, <laughs> Alicia will work on you. All right. She'll work you over. Here's the number, and Alicia would love to hear from you. Uh, area yes. code 209-525-4613. 209-525-4613. You can email her at James A at stancounty.com. That's James A at stancounty.com. And again, that's for the uh, Friendly Visitor Program and the Peer-to-Peer Counseling Program. And then, of course, the Senior Center Without Walls, the interactive uh, thing on the phone. Yes. I think it's just a very creative thing to do. one eight seven 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 nine seven seven two nine nine. That's one eight seven 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 nine seven seven two nine nine. Alicia, James, we thank you for sharing with us tonight. God bless you in the program that you're doing over there. Thank you for having me. And if I could say one more thing, yes. any information resource that seniors need in our community, please don't hesitate to call our information line at 209-558-8698 and we will be happy to assist you. God bless you, dear friend. Thank you again. Thank you. And thank you, dear friends, for listening wherever you are tonight and uh, tune in next week, a special time, 4 o'clock next week for Lighthouse Live here at Advancing Vibrant Communities. Good night and God bless.